0: Hello Commanders and welcome to Digital Star Map, a Distant Worlds 2 audio log. I'm Commander Kittyface and this episode I want to give you really some of the information about the launch and the first week of the journey going on. Now I wasn't at the European launch itself, I do know about the server crash and congratulations to everybody that knocked the servers out for a couple hours with that massive, massive group jump. I did make it in time for the North American launch. I even had a bit of time down at the base camp outside Brooks Point to just meet up and watch everyone dance and flip their ships all over the place and try not to blow each other up. One of the things I did notice is I know this—I know FleetCom private group is meant to be a safe, friendly, no combat section, but I did notice a lot of shooting going on while we were all gathered at the beacon waiting to launch. Like I said, we didn't crash the servers this time on the North American launch, but it was an amazing jump. It was great because I actually got to keep playing after the first jump instead of just jump and then wait for service to come back up like a lot of the european crowd did now i did hit a few of the points of interest on the way i of course i did make it to the view i knew going in the dangers of it being a high g planet i knew the risks of it all and it still wasn't helped i mean i I was prepared i was ready but at the moment i dropped out of orbital cruise a local message popped up in the chat window thanks for the repair i just i I got a little bit paranoid i got a little bit weepy over the danger that i was going to be putting myself into the whole way down to the tourist beacon I just kept telling myself no pancake no pancake no pancake don't crash no pancake and I I really took my time it took me about 20 minutes to finally land safely I had a lot of trumpets and fanfare going off my head my wife gave me a weird look wondering why I was so excited I did grab a few shots and then I got off the planet in one piece nice and safe took my time relaxed now if you had a close call or if you did completely crater your ship then do yourself a favor, take it as a reminder to check the gravity of where you're trying to land. Anybody that's going out there on the planets, always double check the masses and the gravity rating of the planet just before you hop in, just to make sure, even if it looks like the standard like 0.5G, 0.05G planet, just double check just to be sure. I actually kind of feel like that's part of the reason they made it an early, an early point of interest, an early stopover is so that anybody that did crash anybody that did blow themselves up or almost obliterate their ship in the process wasn't too far away from the journey to keep going they weren't going to give up after having that setback it was early enough that you know you could jump back in the course of an hour at most type of situation and i think that was actually a smart decision from the from the organizers whoever was setting that as an early point of interest cuz they knew everybody was going to try they knew it was a big deal And they knew that the people that crashed were going to be able to get back into the game quick enough that it wasn't going to cost them too much. Next up, I did check out Thor's Eye. Now, that's not my first black hole. Not my first time at a black hole by any means. I did forget how disorienting they were to fly near. I haven't been near one for a while, and watching everything start warping around me really threw me off. Such a great effect. So fun to try and do. And yeah, flying purely by instruments by by the end of it. Now I did get a great shot of it with kind of an irising effect in the center of it, so it actually looks like an actual eye. It looks like there's a center to the eye. And my timing was great because that was on the Wednesday night, so I camped out there as the servers were shutting down, which allowed them to do the big update that led up to the big community goal that's going on. Everybody that was there ready to mine from the get-go, I have to ask you, what the hell were you doing so fast? By the time I got there, it was less than a day later, and it was already passing tier 6 well into tier 7 by the time I logged off. I got to contribute a little bit. I put a little bit of stuff in there. Not a ton. I'm not a great miner. It's not my main focus. But I did get to be a part of it. I I did contribute. And after that, I have stored my mining gear there. I'm going to get it out soon. But I'm out exploring right now. I went out exploring. And specifically my exploring was I pointed my ship up. I went up from the Galactic Plane, I wanted to see what was going on out there. I was having a lot of fun with the new FFS system. It really feels like I'm actually engaged in hunting for things in the system. Now I'm not just honking and seeing if there's anything interesting. I know if there's something interesting because I have to lock on and find where it is in the system. And actually, I did manage to find my first notable stellar phenomenon, which was really cool. I mean it's just space cow chops, which I know are pretty common, but it's something new for me. It's still neat. And again, I got some great pictures of it. The other great shot I got, the one that I'm particularly proud of even though I'm not much of a photographer is the P-20 cluster the star cluster that was one of the points of interest on the way to the first waypoint the nebula I think it was the Moss Nebula I'm not 100% I'd have to check my angling on it but based on the positioning I wouldn't be surprised and a ringed gas giant with the plume of a geyser from the surface that I was on when I got this picture all framed up together so it gives you this great view of some of the interesting stuff you'll see out there and it's really beautiful in the show notes you're going to find a link to the the little written update I've done for this. And that's going to have some of the images. I'm working on getting some of them up there. They're being a little finicky with my server right now, but I'm going to get them all up there. It's going to be updated as I go along. Now, going forward with the series, going forward to the next few episodes, there are some things I want to take part in. There are some things I want to do, both with the expedition and with the program here. I'd definitely like to do some work with the Metalacity survey that's going on. It seems like a really cool way to kind of look behind the scenes to see how Frontier is working with the Stellar Forge and how they used it to generate everything based on actual astronomical data. And that is something I'm really fascinated by. It'd be so cool to see that. So I'm hoping I can contribute a bit to that. Now, another big thing that's going on right now is, and I'm not necessarily taking part in it myself. I'm not playing along with it, especially because I don't want to risk anything going wrong with my ship, anything going wrong with my SRV. I don't have any fighters. I'm just flying around at an Asp Explorer. But there's an Elite Dangerous role-playing game event that's been going on from it. It's They've crafted this whole campaign to run alongside the expedition as it's going on and I'm gonna do some digging into it I'm gonna learn a bit more about it for the next episode and I'm gonna do a bit more of a dive into it and give an update on how it's going what's going on and really what I understand about it just so that there's it's all there in a bit of a broken down area I'll do the deep digging so that the people that are interested but don't want to go digging won't have to and just in general I'm very excited to see what other strange things we find out there We're going to the far side of the galaxy. We're out there in the most remote areas where not a lot of people have been since the update. Since the big discovery update, there's not many people out there. The people that were already out there are out there, but this is gonna be the first massive group going there. And it's gonna allow us, hopefully we'll find some stuff that maybe Frontier didn't officially announce, but is sitting out there. Some stellar phenomena that are completely bizarre. And I'm just excited to see what is gonna be there. There is gonna be something weird. There's gonna be something super strange. And next thing you know, everybody's going to swarm that system, and it's going to be fascinating to see that kind of reaction. I love the engagement I'm seeing in the community. I'm trying to be engaged. I'm trying to be involved myself, and I'm just really excited to see this. I'm I'm really enjoying myself so far, and this is just the beginning. Things are going to get even more interesting and more crazy as we get closer to the core and beyond. Now, if you're looking for updates from this, you can check out the main site for Distant Worlds 2. I've linked that in the show notes as well as on the page that I'm linking to in the show notes. If you're looking for more information, you can actually visit my site, roadmappodcast.com. That's where my main show is, Digital Roadmap. It's an exploration of older video games. And you can even find me on Twitter, at Roadmap Podcast, or in-game as Commander Kittyface. Two words. Feel free to add me. Feel free to say hi. If you see me online, let me know if you found something cool. I'll come by and check it out. And as I said, for some photos of the trip so far and just some quick little commentary from me, check out the link in the show notes to my written update page that I've got linked there. Thanks for listening, and fly safe.